From the studios of 2SER in Sydney, Australia to the world, this is a Gay Waves podcast, proudly produced on Gadigal Land. You may know her from season one of Drag Race or performing in uh, lots and lots of drag venues all around the world. It's the queen with the big personality and the even bigger bus size. It's Maxie Shield. Hi, Maxie. (laughs) Welcome to Gay Waves. You forgot my bum as well. I got a big bum too. We love a big bum. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Maxie, I want to ask you so many things. You're you're everywhere at the moment. Um, (laughs) But let's go back. I mean, on Drag Race, you said that your hometown was Ballina. Did you grow up... Born in Ballina. Yeah. This is a, the the Reddit went was like it was people were crazy. They were no, she's not. She's lying. So I was born in Ballina, but then we moved up to Central Queensland uh, for a portion of my primary school. Oh. And then uh, we moved down to Nowra for my high school. So we were very much uh, a, a free flowing family. Um, yeah. So we were up and down, up and down. So a bit of everywhere. But I was born in Ballina. So, um, yeah, that's why I was inspired by the big prawn, if anyone's been through Ballina. Oh, yes, definitely. I love the big prawn. Like, when you drive up to Queensland, it's like, always stop at the big prawn. Yeah. <laughs> the place to stop. And um, oh, well, we, we better talk about that show. We'll get that out of the way. Um, your time on Drag Race. Uh, now, how did you get involved in Drag Race? Were you invited onto the show? Well, they, um, yeah, so I was on one of the lists. So I was a, a, a list of five that the American producers wanted. Um, we're still trying to work out the list. I, I think it was yeah. Kitta, myself, Karen, Art and Hannah. And uh, Hannah ended up going into season two, of course. Yeah. But, um, yeah, in saying that, we were invited to jump through a million hurdles. Um, lots of lots of one-on-one Zooms. and So it, it wasn't like, you know... You're in. There's your golden ticket. We did, we still had to jump through a lot of hoops, which was crazy. But uh, I know Australian fans, especially the world fans, as soon as um, there was a rumor of Drag Race, they like to write lists, which yeah. is great for mental health. Um, <laughs> especially, well, you know what? Not not me. So I was just like, I don't give a rat's ass. But um, yeah. yeah, it was a, a a lot of the lists. I don't think I was on one. Oh, really? So when I got this call or this message out of the blue, it was really quite surprising. I was like, oh, I, of course, yeah, mm. you'd be silly not to. But at the same time, it was like, oh, my God, I hadn't even, wasn't even on my radar. I was, oh. you know, creating shows and, 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 and doing shows in Sydney. So mm. I hadn't even thought of, hold on, there's, there's, a, there's a big world out there. Was there any hesitation on going on the show? Because I know that the contract can be really daunting and there's a lot of stuff in that. Uh, was there any hesitation on doing it? Or you uh, no, we're doing it. Yeah, absolutely not. There was no hesitation. The whole thing, my partner and I, I sort of chat, we chat about everything. That was the one thing that I found really difficult, not having him, you know, just to be stupid with each other. And, and we sort of came to the conclusion that Bianca Del Rio signed the contract. Yeah. No, look at her. So yeah. if she signed a contract and she's got out of it, uh, like and survived, then yeah, shut up, sign the contract, and and go forward. And you have to look at the careers of the uh, girls that have been on Drag Race. They've just taken off. 
And well, yeah. on that, and it was, oh sorry, sorry, I was going to say on that. Um, how has your life changed after Drag Race? What well, was it was funny when you go on the show, uh, you know, everyone's you know, Mama Roo, Mama Roo. And I was like, I've got a mother, I've got a mother. Come on, mm-hmm. you know, I've got a real mother. I don't know if she's my mother. And then because we we came out for the show aired, then we went back into lockdown. Mm-hmm. And, and quite a few times I was like, what the bloody hell have I done? I've got so much debt. You know, I, I don't know if I'm going to work again. What's going on? And then last year, things changed. Oh. And there was that realisation that, oh, my God, maybe RuPaul is my mother. <laughs> <laughs> because she's literally just... The, the thing with Drag Race is it doesn't open doors. It, um, it, it, pro- it provides you with more doors, but you still have to knock. Oh. And, and RuPaul has literally provided me with a lot of doors, which is just so overwhelming. And, you know, for a, a drag queen in America to be opening doors for drag queens in Australia, Spain, you know, across the world, it's she's pretty amazing, pretty incredible. Yeah, exactly. Now, now would you do it again? Would you go yes. back? Yes. So <laughs> a Versus the World or a All Stars, you'll be in there. Absolutely. You know, we went over in COVID. So mm. Aussie girls, we were in quarantine for 14 days. Mm. And then we had to do another five days quarantine for some sort of mess up. Raven got COVID or something. I don't know. Wow. Um, so we were literally in isolation. Uh, we had our devices, but, you know, that we were still by ourselves in a room uh, for 19 days. So, you know, to go back and actually know how the machine works... You know, um, so everything wasn't just a, oh, my God, oh, my God, Mm. um, moment um, would be just incredible. So, fingers crossed, you just never know when you might get the call. You would definitely know overnight success. You've been working in Sydney bars for a long time. (laughs) I mean, everyone knows Maxi Shield from Sydney. If you're in Sydney and you've been to a gay bar, you know Maxi Shield. Yeah, this year I celebrated 26 years. Wow, that's amazing. And yes, if, if it was a if it was a child, it'd be just out of uni. <laughs> now I, I saw you at Ginger's a little while ago um, with uh, Coco, I think it was. Um, amazing shows. Are you doing any uh, drag shows at the moment? Um, well, I'm, I'm I'm sort of bits and pieces mm-hmm. still at the Oxford, which yeah. is great. Uh, I do a show with the incredible Jack St. Hyde. It's our fatty and skinny show. Um, <laughs> oh my god! I can't believe you said that. I said, "Come on, look at us." <laughs> He's size two, if that. And I'm size two, two, two. <laughs> now, you, since drag race, obviously, you've been all around the world. You've been to Brazil. You've been everywhere. Um, one thing I do love is on your Instagram. I've been watching your food reviews. You love a good food review. What's the strangest thing? Because you eat some strange things. What's the strangest thing you've ever eaten on your tour? Um, oh, I'm not. I'm not sure. I love. I love trying different things. Mm. And when I was in America for DragCon, I got to work with um, Jules Long Beach and um, Delta Work. Oh, lovely! And Jules brought in a whole heap of candy, American candy. So she brought in this great big bag of candy for me, um, and I literally ate through the whole lot of that. And you know, there was some 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 sort of very spicy hot candy that I'm not really quite sure yeah. uh, where that came from. But it really did burn, you know, twice, which was crazy, <laughs> crazy. Um, yeah, but that was that was lots of fun. 
um, yeah. especially working with those girls as well. Like Delta work. Oh yeah. my god, incredible. Yeah, and well, speaking of that, I mean, has there been anyone that you've met like Delta that you've just fangirled out on? I mean, I. I assume that most of the time you're very composed, but is there that one queen that's, or one person that you've met that you just like, oh my God? Um, I think I've, I've been lucky enough to have worked with a lot of girls mm. through In the Dark. So I got to host mm. quite a lot of girls before I'd been on the show. Um, yet Delta, incredible, like Emmy Award winner. Sonique, Kylie Sonique, mm. um, she came, ran mm. over to me and was like, ah, um, Maxie, I can't wait to... And all my friends were like, oh, my God. Like, Kylie's yeah. come over and said hello to you. She wants to say hello to you. And I was like, I know. I'm, I'm like, having a heart attack. And she was excited to see me, which was incredible. But, um, and even, you know, oh, goodness. There's so many. You know what? Mm. It's, although we need to make sure that everyone knows it's a TV show. Mm. It's a TV show. People sometimes don't act like that. Sometimes they do. You know, once they're off the show, you really need to make judgments about character because you might say one thing and then the colour and movement of TV makes it sound a different way. Um, and over going to DragCon quite a few times, um, how accepting and loving every other girl is. I have literally, I don't think I've met one international girl that has been a bitch or an absolute asshole. They've all been lovely. They've all come over and given me a big hug. And, you know, we've all had a big chat. And, and yeah, they've all been incredible. Yeah, I think I was at a show at the Roundhouse. I can't, I've been to a few, so I can't remember which one. But you were in the audience and they shouted you out. Um, I think it might have been the UK one with... Um, oh, yeah, the Lawrence five... Candy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they obviously have a connection with you. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, and it's you know what everyone's been through the trauma together. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, so we've all survived, and yeah, the UK girls are absolutely incredible. Yeah, I, I was in UK for DragCon in January. Yeah, and um, the the difference between that and the American uh, DragCon is there's a lot more of the franchise. Our you know um, families from other families. You know, when Dad has two families, yeah. the secret family. Yeah, a lot of the secret families got to hang out, <laughs> and we would. Uh, it was just hilarious, and it was just so much fun. What's the best queen to party with? Um, well, probably not me, oh. um, <laughs> because I don't drink. Ah. I don't drink or party Same. anymore. I did that yeah. in the '90s. I, I'm I'm an old girl now. Um, I do. You know who is lots and lots of fun, and um, it's not to say that you know any of the mm. international girls aren't. Um, and they're sort of you know. A state of Australia, the mm. Kiwi girls, um, <laughs> Anita and Kidder. Yes, we we love to go to buffets together. <laughs> One and of my favourite things. <laughs> exactly, it's just so much fun, and and we've been to buffets sort of in Australia. Um, Anita and I went to one in the UK, mm. and yeah, it was just they're great fun to go to buffets and have fun with. Yeah, and of course, talking about drag cons. You're um, coming up to doing a drag expo in Sydney. I believe it's the first drag expo that's been in Sydney. Um, yeah. What? And again, there's lots of international queens uh, coming out. Um, if we came to drag expo in Sydney, what do we expect from a Maxi Shields stall or performance at uh, DragCon? At oh, it's drag expo. You know what? I literally, because DragCon's on the weekend in LA, the weekend before. Oh, wow. <laughs> so 
I'll fly in on the Thursday and then Drag Expo is literally that weekend. So, but um, we did it last year, Vanity and I. Yeah. Vanity and I have been sisters since the start. We just did our Silver Jubilee tour. Um, and when we first asked by In the Dark, we were like, should we do a booth together? Mm. We're like, yes, come on. So we did a booth together in Melbourne last year and it was just such a success. We had a lounge, you know, mm-hmm. we had timeouts and it was so much fun that we've decided to do it again this year. So, um, yeah, so it'll be the, the Maxi and Vanity booth again. Mm. It'll be, I've, I've let her have creative colour control because, you know, she's the Barbie queen from New Orleans. So yeah. it's all pink again. Of course. Um, we've got a little lounge, we've got tables, you know. It's, yeah, it's just so much fun. We do say get in early. This year we're going to have a lot more merch. So I think we're going to have mm. fans and pins and all sorts of stuff to sell. So um, I'm dabbling into my um, bloody glorious fans and pins and my Diet Starts Monday um, <laughs> <laughs> fans and pins. Why? Why diet? <laughs> hey, you don't have, hey, doesn't say any what type of Monday. Yeah, fair enough. Fair, it might be Monday in 20 years. Who knows? Exactly. <laughs> now, obviously, the, you've done so much stuff. Um, one of the things you've done is you made a movie. And headlined the movie as well. <laughs> that was over Queer Screen. I, I was yeah. approached by James Dimitri, who we actually did a photo shoot with um, Team 8, the underwear. And um, he, we sort of had, we, we clicked. You know when yeah. someone's weird like you and, yep. you know, and we just we just had fun and he's just this incredible artist. Um, and he sort of said, oh, look, I've got this idea of a movie. Would you want to be in it? You know, I'm I'm really inspired by telenovelas, but also Divine. And as soon as he said Divine, I was like, okay, mm. right, this is this is this is my tribe. Um, so he basically created a movie where I was just just like a Divine character. I was just a woman. Um, I was mm. the best friend of a you know socialite magnate uh, who ends up um, being killed. Oh. And um, I'm having an affair with her husband. Uh, of course. <laughs> you know, if they were saying, what was it? I said, it's, it's, it's a comedy, it's a drama, and I have sex in a shower, so it's a horror. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it was lots and lots of fun. It was great to have something at the Queer Film Festival that was silly. Mm-hmm. Um, I find that a lot of, sometimes a lot of our community um, movies are very heavy, which mm-hmm. we need. Of course, we definitely need. But it was nice to have just a giggle and just, oh my God, this drag queen is absolutely stupid. Yeah, and if you right. can catch it, it's called Winner Takes It All. Yeah, the Winner Takes it's It All. Winner Takes It All. So um, look out for it. Um, now, obviously, as I said, you're doing so much stuff. You're diversifying into comedy as well. Um, well, you've always done comedy on stage, though. You've, it's, but this is a different type of comedy. It's a comedy show. You know, it's so terrifying when it's labelled comedy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like it... when, you, when you're told to get up there and talk for 20 minutes and you have them laughing, you're like, yeah, right, that's fine. That's not comedy. That's just me having a chat. Mm. Um, but then you label it, it's comedy, and then, oh, shit, now I have to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's called The Whole Kit and Caboodle. Hold, whole tit and caboodle. Whole tit and I had it written down wrong, sorry. Whole tit and caboodle. Well, that makes oh, sense. Oh, surely you can see that. Come on. Well, yeah, it makes sense. 
Um, well, it was. A, I just want to take stories of, of my life. Uh, one thing that worked really well when Vanity and I did our 20, uh, 25th Jubilee was old photos, a slideshow. Oh. You know, I'm almost 50. I love a slideshow. Uh-huh. And it just gives you something to, you know, uh, I, I think I'm going to do a, a fabulous uh, section, which is called Maxi and Sex. Uh-huh. And it's going to be um, pictures of me when I've been propositioned by uh, gentlemen. <laughs> so I was propositioned uh, dressed as a penguin. Uh, okay. <laughs> and tell the stories about that. I was pro- penetration and I were propositioned mm. as clowns. And we had hula hoops in our stomachs. Like, <laughs> Okay. I suppose everyone has their kink, don't they? <laughs> um... Exactly. <laughs> So we've got, I've got lots and lots of stories. I found it actually hard to um, corral them into just small parts because yeah. there's just, you know, over 26 years and, you know, we were, I was lucky. I started before, not internet, but mm. before phones and, and, you know, video and, you know, some of the dialogue that I was I had with, you know, legends like Monique Kelly from Lake Girls and, mm. you know, uh, all, the, all these incredible performers. Um, I've got so many stories that, putting it down to an hour has been the most difficult thing ever. So I'm touching on a, a bits and pieces, touching on touring with Madonna. Uh-huh. Um, definitely Drag Race. You have to talk about Drag Race because that's what everyone wants to hear about. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, bits and pieces. So I think it's going to be fun. Uh, oh, it's at the Fuse Box at the Factory Theatre. So, um, yes, it's going to be terrifying, but, you know, I think it's time in my career to – jump outside the comfort zone and mm. do some crazy stuff. That's, that's great. I'll go. I'll tell it all people all the details in a second, but um, you just touched on it then. Um, you've been in the drag industry for 26 years. How has that, especially in Sydney, how has that changed over 26 years? I must have, must have changed dramatically with drag race coming through and stuff like that. It's, yeah, it's, it's crazy because I started, and I'm not going to... I'm not going to say lucky, but, you know, maybe I was um, I was privileged enough to start at the tail end of um, a, a community that was still very together in that, you know, we went to um, candlelight vigils, uh-huh. we had Red Ribbon Days, you know, all that sort of stuff that pushed the community together. Uh, I think I performed at Ward 17, mm-hmm. you know, all that that that, that uh, HIV and AIDS, you know, pulled the community together because we had to survive. Um, then that sort of changed and we had the internet and we, you know, we had technology. Um, and then I sort of got to see it, the community come back together with the plebiscite and, you know, marriage equality. So, you know, it's been up and down, mm-hmm. but... I think the one thing with Australian drag, which I tried to sort of convey on Drag Race, was that we do have a real mateship. Mm. You know, there is that stereotypical, we're bitchy queens, you know. Um, And you find a lot of that's just online. Mm. And, you know, that can be anyone. It really can just be someone that's bored, and a lot of time it is. Um, But when it push comes to shove, we we do band together very quickly Mm. as a sisterhood. And... um, yeah, I tried to convey that, that there's sort of the mateship and the sisterhood in drag, which still is, which is amazing. And you know what? I love when the old girls step out. You know, the girls that I got to see at the Albury and, uh-huh. you know, the Exchange Hotel and the Midnight Shift. 
um, and they're still very much matriarchs of my community, um, the drag world, and, yeah, it's really important. So it's totally changed, but one thing that I always do say is that mm. sometimes you get the Oxford Street's dead, the community's dead. I, just, I, I always say to them, no, it's not. Mm. Because when I went into the Albury Hotel when I was, you know, 18, I I saw an incredible show, mm-hmm. you know, there was shitty lighting, the makeup was dreadful, probably, you know, everything. But there's someone having that exa- same experience now at 18. You know, you mm. can't say that someone's experience is better than the other just because of generations. So, you know, we have to embrace change and we have to, you know, support the young kids that are coming through because, you know, imagine being 18 and, and, and gay now. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be horrible. <laughs> it, would, it, it would be so much stress for the poor kids that, yeah, we, they need as much support as they can get. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine now, but I definitely, you've definitely taken me back to the Albury and um, I used to love going to the Albury and like the Imperial and all those places. And it's definitely changed. I mean, uh, it seems like it's more polished these days. And I think that might be from Drag Race. Um, do you think there's more pressure on the drag queens these days to be polished? Um, well, I, oh, see, I think back then they were polished because, you know, I, I said before I worked with Monique Kelly and, yeah. you know, she, like girls had a, a level of polish that were like, she would sit beside the stage and say, gloves got to rip, nah, you're not going on, you yeah. know, fishnets, crap, get get going. Yeah. I think there's always been a level of polish, but it's, you know, it's it's been for the time, for the generation. Mm. Um, now, I think the level of polish has been amped so much because everyone's a photographer, everyone's a videographer. Yeah. You know, at, at any time someone's filming um, and, and you're getting a, a picture or a video saying, oh, you look great yesterday, and you're like, oh, my God, what the hell was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Now, is there anything, I mean, we know about your sh- comedy show, we know about the Drag Expo. What else is on the cards for Maxi Shield? I, I've got something really big happening, um, which is July, August, September, but I can't say anything yet. You and know I'm just what? Gonna have, I'm going to have to come back on your show. Because ah, I was speaking to Art Simone a week ago, and she said the same thing. Oh, really? Is it related? <laughs> no, no, no. no? It's, it's not oh, related okay, at all. And and it's it's in Australia, so okay. it's not Drag Race. Absolutely nothing to do with Drag Race. But, oh, so um, Arts is Drag Race? No, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. I just tried yes. to catch you out. Sorry. I don't know, but I'm going to message you now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. So, yeah. yeah, it's something to do in Australia, and, it, and it's something where I've been pushed out of my comfort zone even more than the comedy festival. So wow. okay. it's going to be pretty incredible. But now you've got me wondering what Art Simone's going to do. So that's... <laughs> Give her a ring after the interview. You can find out. And then you can come back and tell me. That'd be great. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. Um, thank you very much, Maxi. Now, uh, the Drag Expo is on May 19th to 21st at the ICC. Um, go to dragexpo.com to get your tickets. The Your show, The Whole Tit and Caboodle, is on at the fuse box at the Factory Theatre. That's the 27th, 29th and 30th of April. Get your tickets at sydneycomedyfest.com.au. 
I can't wait to see it. It sounds like it's going to be an amazing show. And thank you for taking time out and coming on and talking to Gateways today. No problem. Thank you for having me. Have a wonderful day. I think it's stopped raining so we can go and do some washing. Exactly. Lovely. <laughs> Lovely to talk to you. Thank you very much, Maxie. See you later, Hardy. Thanks. Hi, Mark Haddon here, producer of Gay Waves. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate the episode and subscribe to the channel. You can also get in touch with us. Our email address is gaywaves at 2ser.com. Find us on all social media channels. Just search Gay Waves. Thanks for listening.